Well, if it isn't your old pal, Alex Keller. And your old enemy arch-rival, Mike Harding. And together, we are the Filmtastic Voyage. It's the Film Tested Voyage, the show that gives me a reason to leave the house every week. <laughs> With me is my co-pilot, who doesn't even need to leave his house to record the Film Tested Voyage. Mike Harding, Mike, how you doing? I I'm doing good, man. I mean, we're here in my we're here in my man cave. In your mansion, uh, mansion, um, man hyphen shun shun. Yeah, this is where I shun the world, the world, except for Alex. Because hey, man, I got the password. Yeah, if this was my space, you'd be number one on my top eight friends. Ooh, I didn't know. Is that my, I don't know anything about MySpace. Oh, serious? Oh, was that like before your time? Hey, well, first of all, I I dragged my feet getting Facebook and shit. Like everyone, like in two thousand four and five, everyone's like, "Oh my god, Facebook!" I can get Facebook to like two thousand six, like a year after everyone else had it. I didn't get I mine did. until two thousand eight. Yeah, well, it's because I didn't give a fuck, and I still kind of don't. Basically, if you know, uh, if you ever saw me on Facebook, one out of every three posts is about Star Wars. Uh, one out of every three posts is about movies in general and the other three posts are sort of random musings about nothing at all right and i was thinking today so facebook is once again in hot water for spying on people because that's what they always do it seems like that's what they're in the business of doing yeah to the surprise of no one who's been paying attention right and uh it's like you know if facebook's been spying on me how come they only show me a bunch of shit why don't they show me the things i want to see yeah that's the point of spying on me to show me things that like are interesting to me, right? Or to show or try to like sway my my politics or whatever. <laughs> but they're not showing me goddamn anything. It's ridiculous. Come on, Facebook, I'm right here. Yeah. God. Facebook is uh you know, Facebook is interesting because I remember when it first started out, you had to be a college kid. You had to be going to like an actual college to to be on Facebook. So me, having gone to community college, I didn't I didn't uh qualify to have Facebook. And then they, you know, uh, I think it was around uh, 2006 or whatever. I Were you in college when you joined? I was in high school. Okay. Sen- so senior, must, senior year. So I guess it was 07. It must have been around then that they're like, oh, no, actually, let's, uh, let's just have it for everybody, right? Yeah. Well, like I, like I said, like it was a year. It was a free, a free to everyone for a year before I joined. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then before that was MySpace. Now, MySpace was a cluttery piece of shit mess. Yeah. And uh, and it had this thing. It, it's like you could have your top eight friends, and it's like you could pick who's in this echelon of your of your friends, and everybody would do it. Everybody would switch around who like their favorite friends were, and it was like, looking back on that, it's like, damn, that's like really kind of fucked up it's kind of fucked up yeah because yeah, you you'd be going to your friend's top eight and it's like oh where where am i i thought i was worth more than this you know but uh yeah i don't know it was nice man before social internet it was like it was pretty nice dude eh, i don't know i it's i find it I, have, I think it's a net gain of me being able to know what the fuck people are up to because well me personally i uh don't 
get out much, if you will. Um, like, I don't know. Like, I'm I, I'm really content to sort of, I guess I'm one of them introverts, if you will. Sure. Like, I don't go out and do stuff, and I don't really, like, you know, catch up with people a lot. So it's nice being able to see what they're doing. And a lot of, the, my, a lot of people I want to know stuff about the most are, are, like, leaving Facebook or off Facebook. And it's like, I don't I don't know, like, my friends from high school, I don't know what they're doing anymore. Um, oh, like, yeah. Like, I'm not going to call everybody. I'm not going to email them. I don't well, even know what their emails are. That's the problem, man. Okay, yeah. I, no, I agree with you. Like, like, um, it is nice catching up through either that or, like, mm. texting or whatever. I, I do not like being on the phone. No. I hate having conversations that are more than a couple minutes on the phone. Because you got to sit there with one hand and hold this thing up to your, you know, up to your face and be paying attention to what someone's saying. Meanwhile, like, with cell phones... Anybody can call you anytime and you're expected to pick up, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not like with landlines where it's like, oh, they call you and you're not available and they just assume, oh, yeah, they're not home or whatever, right? They're just they're just out right now, so I can't get a hold of them. Nowadays, it's like someone calls you and then all of a sudden you have this ticking clock to get back to them because like... Well, yeah, or just text me. You know what I mean? But yeah, and and the problem is I'll be like in the middle of doing something... And then I'll get a call, and then I'm on the phone for 40 minutes, and then all of a sudden that, that thing that I had time to do, I don't have time to do that anymore, you know? Yeah, I um, yeah. the only people, like, I'm good at, like, my parents, I can talk with them for, like, an hour because it's easy. Uh-huh. But, like, yeah, other people, it's just, it's like, it's, I always feel like, hey, I'm probably inconveniencing someone, I want to call them out of the blue, and right. be, like you said, like, there's other better things to do. It's just, uh, yeah, it's like, well... Well, what's the alternative? I mean, like, what I find very amusing is people on, like, other things like Reddit, which is also kind of a social media platform, being like, man, I hope Facebook goes out of business now and just replaced with, like, a different Facebook. Yeah, it's like, why right. do you think... Well, first of all, A, yeah, right, Facebook going out of business, um, in, you know, in the near future. Right. Um, but B, why do you think that if some sort of competitor came along and became Facebook as big as Facebook, why would they be any different no it's true it doesn't make it like it's it it, it it blows my mind that people think oh but like if they made a second one it'd be better it's like no it wouldn't it wouldn't be any better it'd be the, it'd exact be the same, same thing same thing just rebranded as something else yeah. uh, it's just a different brand because yeah. the big things get bigger it's kind of like this weird equilibrium where you know things get bigger and then they need to make profits and they start selling information to make more profits yeah. shareholders don't give a fuck about how profits are made totally they just want that you know, it's this whole thing. It's, it's the, the same way, game. The cycle it, you over know what and I mean? over again. Yeah. It's different people, but it's the same game. Like, I this hardly relates, but I, I feel like it, it, it. what it reminds me of is like, you know, when, when a country has a revolution mm-hmm. and then who fill, like who ends up filling the government seat ends up being someone more militant than the last government and more harsh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, uh, you know, I, and that's the thing is like, I think a lot of people... It's like sort of, you know, uh, don't hate the player, hate the game, man. Because that, that's what it is. It's the same game. Yeah, well, like a lot of people, people are leaving social media or at least Facebook, and it's like good for them. But at the same time, I'm never going to see them again. That's a bummer. Sorry, guys. Totally. It's like, hey, I'm leaving Facebook. Well, I guess I'll never see you again. Right. And Facebook is also has the most convenient messenger currently. Yeah. Because everyone's like, what am I going to do? Gchat and everyone has Google. Now everyone has Google up at the moment. Um, you know, some places like people I know, like, you know, they can't download things like discord or Skype or whatever on, you know, their work computers. Right. So they can only use it. You know, it's like, it's so convenient. Well, what I find odd and, you know, uh, like 
So there's like, uh, if we're to take the the three or four programs that people, programs, I guess, websites, I don't know. Software. That, software that, that people use for social media. It's, it's Facebook, so. yeah. Twitter, and Instagram, right? But it, like... Twitter and Instagram, if you combine those, is basically Facebook. It is. And also, Facebook owns Instagram. So if you're oh. like, fuck Facebook, I'm going to Instagram. Well, we're, you're going, you're, you're, you've, I'm, I'm making a 360. Right. I'm turning around 360 degrees and I'm walking <laughs> the other direction. <laughs> That's what from you're doing. something, isn't it? Isn't that line from something? I don't know. It might be from like Back to the Future or something. But okay. it, I, I'm guessing it's the principle that, that counts. Right. Um, and Twitter's garbage. Twitter, I, I know, I've never understood. I like, I don't know. I get Twitter. I get what it's doing. I just Twitter is for people who want who have like I got stuff to say and I've got stuff to say. Same here. And anything I anything I could say on Twitter, I could probably say on Facebook, exactly. and it, it'll make the same difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways, we're here at the Film Tastic Voice. All the old men talking about <laughs> fucking Facebook. But typically, we talk about movies. So, uh, like the social network. Like the social network. Um, and others. And other stuff. Uh, so, Alex, talking about movies. What, uh, what's, what's, uh, what's, uh, what's up with you, man? So, um, the Marvel Rewatchathon continues. Oh. Where did we last leave off? I think I, didn't, I had not seen Ant Man. Finally saw Ant Man okay. again. I mean, I've, I've seen Ant Man before. Finally rewatched Ant Man. Sure, it's a little better than I remember it being, but still not great. It's it's like a it's like a it's like a fine movie. It's just fine. It's the Ant Man's the kind of movie you show to your kid nephew. You know what I mean? Like your your brother, your sister, whoever is like, listen, little Timmy here. All right, he's like ten years old. We don't want him watching violent ass movies. So, like, please don't show him Winter Soldier, because that's going to scare the shit out of little Timmy. And you're like, well, you know what? Little Timmy likes Marvel. I know exactly what I'll show him. You know, it's a fun romp, Ant-Man. Yeah. It's weird, though, because the movie is not quite a heist movie also. Like, it positions itself as a heist movie, but it isn't, because, like, the heist happens at the very end of the movie, and it's not much of a heist. Sure. So that's a little annoying, and... uh but like it's got it's got all the stuff you want. Paul Rudd's great, obviously. Yeah, and uh, you know, quite honestly, Ant Man is not a bad movie. No, not at all. Uh, it's a perfectly fine movie. It's, fine. it's a perfectly it's fine, fun movie. It's fine. If I was to take that and put it next to Batman v Superman, I'd pick Ant Man. Oh, pick Ant Man over. I'd pick Ant Man over at least three or four of the current Marvel movies, and um. I pick Ant Man over both Iron Men or both the first two Iron Men. Over really? Or maybe even Iron Man. Really? Three, maybe even Iron Man three, just because it's it's sort of breezier. It's an easier watch than Iron Man three. Wow. But the first two Iron Men for sure. I really don't like that first Iron Man as much as everyone else. Well, I don't either. But I I think I would probably put the first Iron Man over Ant Man as a movie. Yes, but as a watch, it was like look here's a big display of movie of the Marvel movies. Which ones do you want to watch in what order? I put Ant Man above those ones I just oh, mentioned. Oh wow! Now, uh, yeah, I mean, I that's interesting. I I would I would pick Iron Man. I'd probably yeah, I'd put about I I'd rather watch Ant Man above the first two Iron Men, the first two Thors. The first two Thors for sure. Uh, definitely incredible Hulk movie. Yeah. Um, maybe Iron Man three also. Mm, I'd pick Iron Man. Th- I'd pick Iron Man three. I again the only reasoning is that yeah, 
it's like the same quality of movie, but Ant Man's like shorter. This is, I mean, it, it, this is definitely all like personal choice a, and yeah. opinion and stuff. But um, yeah, like there is something, there is something more concise about Ant Man than I think. Uh, definitely two and uh, like Iron Man two and three. I think Ant Man is more concise. Um, Iron Man one, uh, I, I kind of agree with you, and I, I think we've talked about this before, where it's like. With that movie, I feel like it builds up to, it really builds momentum, and then it sort of doesn't exactly pay it's off. Like once he goes to Afghanistan, and kicks ass, the movie essentially ends. Yeah, because the whole thing with Jeff Bridges, uh, it just got very kind of like, I don't know, it just it, it didn't grab me. Like, like I like I felt like Jeff Bridges' character wouldn't like any, a logical businessman would not do what he's doing right now well it's not it's a comic book world man sure yeah but you know yeah. and then so but ant-man can't hold a candle to civil war which uh, i also yeah. saw how far are you in your we watched it though oh i've i've oh, you're watched, done uh, yeah. uh, did you see Cap, you didn't see black panther a third time though right not a third time no okay well yeah so civil war it's a goddamn good movie Yes. I saw it once in theaters a week early, by the way, because I was in Japan at the time. Oh. Uh, not that it mattered, because it's not like I could have said anything about it. Um, it was nice seeing the movie without Japanese subtitles, though. Yeah. And uh, that's a good, that's a great movie. It's a fucking good movie, man. Like, I, like, I kind of, like, saw it and kind of, like, so I was like, that was really enjoyable and kind of forgot about it for two years. And looking at it again, it's like, damn, that's a good movie. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean... I, I I remember the the common opinion was that Winter Soldier was the best of the Captain America movies, and then Still, and then in my opinion, yeah. No, I agree too. But then a lot of people were sort of like, "Eh, Civil War was like nothing. Like Civil War was just like uh uh, it was too bloated and bulky, and like didn't really not much. Like there's all these characters, but not much happening. And honestly, dude, for me, like I thought Civil War was uh. For me personally, it was on the same level as Winter Soldier. I, I thought think both of those were cool. I think the Captain America through line is pretty goddamn solid. Yeah. Um, I think Civil War, when you compare it to like people, oh, it's bloated and whatever, compared to the Avengers, it's like a piece of lettuce. It's like super, <laughs> super lean. Well, okay, so let me ask Sorry, you. Sorry, the Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. Right, Age of Ultron. Let me ask you, do you feel like watching Age of Ultron right near Civil War I feel it's important. Sort of makes it feel like it's sort of it. It makes Age of Ultron a little bit uh, Does it rede- make it, redeemable. I no, guess? it just it just makes it relevant. Okay. Um, I still think it's required viewing. I stay if you the fast track watching the Avengers movies is um, is the Captain America movies. Yeah. The two Avengers movies and maybe the, one of the Guardians of the Galaxy, like the first the one. first one. Like that's yeah. like that's like the. They're really succinct yeah. to the point Marvel marathon if you had to do it that way. Right. Um, because the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be in Avengers 3, so it's important. Um, no, yeah, I thought it was a, it's a very well-done movie. I think uh, Zemo gets kind of the, doesn't get mentioned enough for being one of Marvel's better villains. Well, he's not like... The problem is he isn't like a villain in the traditional sense. He doesn't wear his stupid purple hood mask. Right. And he's not prancing around. He just sort of orchestrates everything and stands back and lets the dominoes fall. Yeah. Which is like, it's it's fine for, his villainy works. He has a motivation. He's like, you know, Daniel Bruhl is a good actor and he, he does his scenes well, but he doesn't have like that look. He's not like a traditional comic book villain, which I think is why no one ever talks about him. 
And I, you know, it's it is one of those things where you could consider it pretty disrespectful to the source material, but I honestly think what how they handled Zemo is like a hundred times better than having some dude with the the white the white fluffy uh uh what would you call it a, a boa parka? A parka? or a parka or something, and then the 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 purple hood. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just it's too comicky. It's too gaggy. Yeah. And I thought Zemo was cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, it was just it was good stuff. I forgot how much Black Panther's in that movie too. I'd like yeah. I'd completely forgotten how much he's in that movie. Like I yeah. thought he was in the one scene where he he runs and tackles oh, the yeah. Winter Soldier. I forgot it was at the end. I forgot all about that stuff. No, it it the Russo brothers, man. I you know, I mean, they're two for two. Like honestly, like they they've made two really awesome uh, Marvel movies, and like that's what makes yeah. me so excited for and you, me, and Dupree. Really, that was them. I think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure that they did that and Community so. and Community. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I love about the Captain America movies specifically. Is they really captured the uh, the feel of the comics, like uh, um, where it's like it's always Captain America at odds with the government, but standing for America. Like yeah, like the first one was like, oh hey, uh, we don't want you to fight in World War Two. Like we think you're a joke, and then he ends up going behind their going behind you know the army's back and like doing all this cool ass shit, and then they're like, okay. Yeah, now we'll let you do your thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I think uh, Winter Winter Soldier was the same thing, where it's like Hydra takes over Shield, and then he's stuck like hiding from you know. Yeah, the- even before that though, it was like you know this is just intimidation, and fear. This isn't you know capturing people and taking out targets before they've done anything wrong. Isn't oh isn't right justice? The giant floating uh, yeah. ships. Yeah, yeah. And this one, he's like, people deserve fucking freedom, man. Yeah. None of this jurisdiction bullshit. <laughs> well and and it's cool that like they really made him the uh they had a movie where he basically is the leader of superheroes you know because yeah. that is, that is how the comics are it's like well, he's yeah he's the moral compass for like the superhero community basically he's also the lead technically the leader of the avengers and i think right. they even mentioned that in civil war they mentioned that in civil war they also have that in age of ultron because i remember uh Tony, like, uh, in that first scene, that opening scene, uh, Tony Stark sort of refer, uh, he defers to Captain America to, yeah, lead the team, which you know, which was something they didn't have to put in there, but they did. So yeah. I also found it funny, I because I remember the Civil War came out like a few months after Batman vs Superman, and they both kind of tackled oh, the same themes of accountability, except one does it very well comparatively, and the other one doesn't do it at all. <laughs> Well, listen, dude, when that guy gets out of his wheelchair and starts spray painting the Superman statue, and then they have this really riveting soundtrack going where a, where a, <laughs> a cop is yelling at the guy to stop spray painting the statue, that really just pulled me by the heartstrings. See, I barely remember that because it's so forgettable. I it was it was a goofy. It, it, they were trying to make it really like compelling this moment where this this guy gets out of his wheelchair and starts spray painting Superman. And it just ended up being so overdone and goofy. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, Civil War. A, a, a good movie. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Doctor Strange. Man, I love Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. Fucking love it, man. 
There's a lot of people that really fucking hate that movie. I don't know why. It's fucking delightful. It's a great. It's one of my favorite Marvel movies. I thought it's, it might be a top three Marvel movie. In fact, really, it's a top three Marvel movie. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Now I would say, uh, I I would say it's right in the middle for me, and the reason that is is because I I'm not a huge fan of uh, like the actual origin story. I felt like it, it felt way too much like uh, like they were just doing another origin story. Well, it is. It's basically, and also Marvel has like three characters, one of which is Iron Man, asshole, goes <laughs> through some bad shit and learns his lesson and becomes a good guy. Uh-huh. Um, Spider-Man, who's his own character for some reason. And then uh, Scientist, you know, fucks up and events and becomes a superhero. Yeah. But what I love about Doctor Strange, and yeah... I, Here's the thing with any of these movies, you watch them, you're gonna have a good time, you're gonna love it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, even Age of Ultron, it was like, well, I walked away from that thinking, like, okay, it wasn't the best, but it was, it was fine. With Doctor Strange, what I think it has going for it is it just has some of the best visual effects I've yeah. seen in any movie. It's a feast. Like, I think that's the reason I like it so much is because it's a pretty standard Marvel movie, but it's such a fucking visual feast. Yeah, that like elevates it like a head above others. It was groundbreaking. I felt it was like there was shit in that movie that I've never seen in no it's, anywhere. It's incredible that New York fight scene. Like it's just like whoa, yeah. Well, uh, the New York. Oh yeah, the New York fight scene, and then towards the end of the movie, I, I forget where they go. Hong Kong, where they go, everything's backwards. Right, where everything goes backwards. Yeah, and that's they're, a like cr- trying such to a get cool out of the idea way for a shit. fight scene. Could you imagine all the oh, man, all the stuff you have to plan with like figuring all that out and yeah, like it's just insane it's crazy and then the and and then another big thing i really loved about the movie was act three wasn't just people throwing it wasn't just like throwing punches at each other yeah it was like an actual clever thing yeah that was different from the rest of the marvel movies it's different from a lot of things i think it's the first it's really refreshing for the first time seeing a hero who solves uh his problems through not violence but through just smarts through yeah. trickery yeah and it was I, I i don't know if he was a surgeon in the comic but i thought it was really cool that they made him a surgeon and so he had a really like sort of pragmatic way of of figuring all this shit out yeah. you know um so yeah benedict cumberbatch i like him as dr strange i mean his accent's fun to make fun of but it's fine sure you know, he does I, the whole house thing where he goes really, really into it and whatever. <laughs> uh, Hugh Laurie, Mr. Fantastic. I think that, too old. I think that should happen. Old. If this was like primetime beefcake, two thousand three house, Hugh Laurie. <laughs> this was Stuart Little, Hugh Laurie. If this was like oh, A one yeah. steak sauce, you yeah, know, if it was Stuart Little, Hugh Laurie, sure. Stuart Little, Hugh Laurie, perfect. Be perfect for. Or you know, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Just not giving a fuck about anything, Mister Fantastic. I can picture. I mean, he was uh, he was literally about to sign the contract to be Doctor Strange, yeah. and then he backed out. Yeah, last I minute. That. yeah. I just I want someone with that long face, that weird, like really narrow, long face. Because like, I don't even need to do any visual effects. Exactly. Well, it's like I, I just feel like Mister um, Fantastic. It's it's sort of like aesthetically. I I feel like that's. The way to go, you know what I mean? Having this dude with just this already weird, elongated face. I don't know. That sounds really random and strange. Someone a little more gaunt, I think. Yeah. Like Doug Jones. 
Doug Jones would be cool, but Fuck, he didn't I, definitely know. He's just, he's just a fuck, fuck, fucking lanky, stretchy guy. I also agree that Doug Jones is. Uh, I don't know how old he is, but he might be a little bit too old, also. Yeah, probably. But yeah, I see it. But yeah, he, he can just wear a full body, a full body suit <laughs> of a young Hugh Laurie. A prosthetic yeah. Hugh Laurie. It it's just like all around his mouth. He, like his mouth is Doug Jones's mouth, <laughs> and then the rest of his face is fucking Hugh Laurie. Yeah, That'd and they amazing. CG the eyes, so he's got little green screen eye like lenses. God, put CG eyes in there. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, Fantastic Four, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, so that's, those are the them's Marvel's movies. Cool. Um, so you only have the ones from last year left, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So I'm getting there, but I'll probably end up going pretty close to the wire. I've got like a less than a month now. Right. So. Well, that's the thing is, uh, you know, um, I mean, I don't know if you, well, you've seen these already, so I, I should, I could probably mention the stuff that I've watched recently, right? Yeah. Because I, I did watch Guardians and Spider Man and. Thor Ragnarok. I I, I I mentioned this on the last episode, though. Those, like, especially Spider-Man and Thor Ragnarok, man, like, and Black Panther. Like, Guardians 2 was a good movie. Uh-huh. But I think Spider-Man, Thor Ragnarok, and Black Panther, holy shit, dude. If you want to get people hyped for Infinity War, those three movies, like, are some of the Marvel's, like, most... Uh, ambitious and good movies phase three is killing it phase three is killing um it. i should i would like to watch black panther again but i'm not gonna go back to the theaters to see it though oh okay he is now the highest grossing superhero movie of all time wow, Be- best, wow. besting the avengers this past weekend that's great i know it was number one for five weekends right? yeah and they got up uh finally beaten by pacific Rim uprising right yeah um but yeah no it's it's killing it, it that's amazing it, it surpassed the last jedi because i remember i was surprised it hadn't yet and it finally did um yeah still going pretty strong um man i wonder if he'll, um there's a chance it might end up beating titanic's domestic hall no way it was 650 it's at 625 right now it might get to holy 650. shit um but that's also not adjusted for inflation oh uh, okay wow that makes me incredibly happy. That, yeah. And that's uh, that's uh that's awesome. Good job everyone. Yeah. Uh so yeah, good good for that. Anyways, um you know what I was thinking the other day? Huh. Remember how people after the last Jedi came out speaking of which uh or talking about are talking about how um fatigue starting to set in for Star uh-huh. Wars already? You know what I was thinking when when Age of Ultron came out, I was like that's it. Marvel's dead. There's no more. Mar- I was like, not, not, not that. Like after you saw the, movie. not that extreme, but after Major Ultron, I'm like, you get, the cracks are forming. Marvel's starting to cave in on its own weight. It's only, it's only gonna like you know, this time next year, it's gonna be, it's, people are gonna be sick of these Marvel movies. Like I, like I didn't 100 percent believe that because I'm not you know a shitty teenager on the internet, but I was like, <laughs> it was like a like a minor prediction, and like look at them now. So, point of the matter is, you know, Star Wars and stuff like that. Just keep making good movies. People don't give a fuck. No, it's true. And that's the thing. I mean, if something isn't working... DC! All, huh? Yeah, right. I mean, if something isn't working or if something's weaker material, it's like as long as you're learning from your mistakes and then... And, and that's the thing. Like, when I when I see these Marvel movies, it's a perfect example of, like, there's a movie that's not working and then all of a sudden, like, the next... Maybe not the next movie after that, but then, like, 
the, like I think Age of Ultron and Civil War is a, is a great example of this where Age of Ultron there is some problems but then by the time you get to Civil War you notice that those problems have been fixed yeah you know what I mean exactly Thor 2 no one likes Thor 3 hey yeah yeah but I think you know then there's other there's there's I th- it's like you just need the people at the very top to have sel- uh, enough self-awareness to be like hey here's the problems and we need to fix them you know and not everybody has that not not everybody has that uh, that uh structure yeah infrastructure mm-hmm. so anyway something about the the solo movie some bit of news they announced some bit of news about the villain um just like it's some minor stuff but uh, he's got a star wars name i don't remember but i thought you might find this interesting that he is the leader of a swoop bike gang oh and they're gonna be swoop biking around they're canon again yeah huh? i i thought that okay you'd like that. now listen everybody n64 released in 1996 all right they come out with this game star wars shadows of the empire where you're dash rendar Dash Rendar. Dash Rendar riding the Outrider. And apparently Dash Rendar is like the fa Han Solo? The faux Han Solo? Yeah, pho. I'm like, that's Thai food. Right. Uh, the the, the faux Han, Han Solo. Right? And uh, it, basically what it is is like, it's this guy that is like, you know, he's a, he's a, <laughs> he's a devil may care uh uh, he's Han smuggler, Solo. just like Han Solo. He's just a. He's just hey, people like Han Solo. How about that character again? Right. Yeah. There's there's actually the the first not cutscene, but like I guess the first cutscene of the game is Han Solo talking to Dash Rendar on Hoth, and they're like, oh hey Han Solo, I'm you remember me, Dash Rendar? I have the Outrider, and Han Solo's like, oh yeah, I remember. It's a fast ship and all this bullshit. Anyways. Further on in the game, you're going. Uh, it's it's something where someone sends these swoop riders mm-hmm. out to kill Luke Skywalker because he's studying to be a Jedi on Tatooine. I think that's I think that's what it is. This is post uh, Carbonite, then I guess. Uh, like this is after the end of Empire Strikes Back. This is yeah. This is between Empire and um, uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh, okay. Um, so you, and okay, the swoop bikes are basically those things in Return of the Jedi that those guys, yeah, the speeder are, bike, yeah. the, the speeder bikes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyways, you have these swoop riders and they're a gang of mercenaries that just, you know, you give them money and they go off and kill someone or something and you're dash rendar and you have to catch up to each one of these guys and, and sort of hit their swoop bikes into Sarlacc pits. Uh huh. And it's, it's a lot of fun. And that's Swoop Riders. Yeah, well, hey, the Han Solo movie, Swoop Riders. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. Yeah, I hope it's a good movie. I really would enjoy that. Yeah. I bet it will be. I I have a feeling it will be my prediction. It'll be good. I think it's going to be, like, on the same level as Rogue One. Probably. That's that's I would imagine that, yeah. Yeah. I read some news today about, like, more rumors, according to uh, an actor... Who worked in the movie? What the more behind the scenes rumors? Oh, just not much. Um, mostly talking about just how 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 focused and professional Ron Howard is. Oh yeah, well he better be. Just, Shit, he was just basically hit. In the, these are all rumors, of course. But some actor, an actor on in the movie, according to an uh, you know anonymous remains anonymous, said that uh, Miller and Lord were a little out of their element. Mm-hmm. Um. And then uh, we're let go because they were like, you know, delaying production 
essentially. Uh-huh. Um, and replaced by Ron Howard, who came in, had a vision, stuck to it. Yeah. And everyone's really happy. Like, uh, production became a lot smoother. And they hired an acting coach for the main character, or for Alden Ehrenreich, to make oh. him... Because he wasn't Han, Han, uh, um, he wasn't Harrison Fordy enough apparently. Like he was trying really hard, but they got an acting coach to help him kind of, and he became like a lot better at acting oh, okay. apparently, according to this guy. Cool. So I'm sure he'll be fine. I mean, like, because you know, Disney or or rather Lucasfilm is very aware of how the Last Jedi was received. So I'm sure they wanna they wanna make a real real crowd pleaser. Interesting. Okay. Like, well, hopefully they're not ashamed of it. Hopefully they're, they're not ashamed, ashamed of the last. I don't Jedi. think they are. I mean, Ryan Johnson's like, I'm not gonna let the last Jedi influence my new movies at all. I mean, like, you know, like, why would he? Anyways, if I was the director, like, even if people didn't like it, like, what, what am I gonna change? I'm not gonna change anything. Yeah, I just, it, I would be bummed out if Disney was like, oh, well, hey guys, we know that last Jedi wasn't wasn't good, well, so here's if Han you, Solo. If you look at the data, the last Jedi isn't like poorly received. It's received it's every <laughs> every opinion under the sun as we've said right. in other episodes yeah like you can look at polls and stuff like from like not like from like just regular regular websites and uh you know that poll like regular audiences and it's like it's just a smear of opinion so i'm sure right. that they well they you know they the, the data collection of these big places i'm sure is more robust than we are aware yeah I'm sure it'll be fun though. I, I'm really looking forward to it. It's now gonna a, it's gonna be a bummer though, because when that happens, I feel like the year's just over. It's like, oh, Han Solo came out. Well, I guess that's the year. What, I, I'm, what do you mean? Well, like I don't know. I'm looking oh, forward to that the like most. The big heavy hitters of of 2018. Yeah, yeah, no, like not like actually, but for me, like I was always like, oh man, Star Wars come out at the end of the year. That's like build like oh, everything gotcha. that comes out this year is building up to Star Wars. And now that Han Solo comes out in May, it's like I guess that's uh. Well, okay, so the, that's just the end of the year. Movie was. This is my big question: is like I don't know, I don't even know like what the big like summer movies of 2018 are. Yeah, uh, let me think. So you got Predator. It's coming. No, wait, that got delayed. That's like September though, right? Because there's all this stuff. Like, okay, so Infinity War is coming out like April, yeah. and then Deadpool you and got like Jurassic Park. You uh, got yeah, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. You got Mustache Impossible. Um. <laughs> okay, so we got Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, which I, quite honestly, I, I'm sorry, man. I, I just, I'm not looking forward to it. I probably, it's one of those movies where I feel like I'm seeing it because of the podcast, but otherwise, I probably wouldn't see it. I like dinosaurs. I so. like dinosaurs. Listen, man, I fucking love dinosaurs. Dino DNA. But the problem, like with the, okay, even the trailer, like you had mentioned, it's a bad trailer. The trailer, I feel like it shows most of the movie. I heard that that's like the end of like that's like that the climax of the trailer is like forty percent of the movie or something. Right. Someone said like, like apparently I don't remember the source on that, but and then also if you're gonna reintroduce Doctor Malcolm, dude, that's one. That's a that's you, a, that's a that's that's confirmed to be just him talking for a scene and he's done with the movie. Exactly, but at time. least have him swaggering and like fucking being a sleaze and he stuff. He might still. It's you can't don't judge a movie based on the trailer, man. But, well, what I'm saying though is like, uh, it, okay, even if in the movie he is like that, you got to show it in the trailer. Not what they had because what they had in the trailer is literally it. It looked like he was reading off of cue cards or something. Like it looked like he was reading his dialogue right past the, the the camera filming him. Yeah, he might be. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just it it. I don't know, man. Guess what? This huh. episode is not becoming impromptu. What's coming out episode? Yes. So you got 
Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. Overboard? Uh, Never heard of that. Is that the remake of Overboard? Is that something? Uh, what did it move? Is it move some, some website? So, uh, you yeah. got Incroyables 2. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I have a, I don't know. I'm not really... Um, not really feeling it just no? because the first one's so good and this and i don't know why they're making a second one i guess well okay yeah so i'm worried about a bit of a pacific rim situation yeah i i the the the, the first one is such in in it's such a high like you're you're setting your expectations high yeah with the first one and yeah i know we had mentioned before i like my fear for the second one is that it's not going to have enough it's not going to have as much killing and I know that's a weird criticism to have, but it's because the first movie is the only Pixar movie that straddled that line of violence. Yeah. You know, and I and I'm worried that they're gonna make this superhero movie sequel and it's not gonna have that same kind of thing. I'm worried it's just gonna be a finding dory where it's a movie that functions in a sense. Like I like say what you will about find like finding dory you can make cases against. But uh-huh. you know, that's not what I'm I wanna do that right now. But like Finding Dory, like, it doesn't need to exist. It adds nothing to the table. It is just the most whatever right. sequel, Pixar sequel of all of them. So, yeah. I just worried if it's going to be a bit of that, bit of, bit of that. Anyways, what else we got? We got Mustache Impossible. We got Predator. We got. We got June 8th, uh, Ocean's 8. June 8. Uh, I like, I love me a good heist movie. I'll see I'm, that. I'm, yeah, I'm going to see that. I'll watch the shit out of that. I'll watch the shit out of that movie, Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We got some stuff we've already mentioned. Uh, There's do, that movie with isn't that oh. the Rock movie where he's jumping out of skyscrapers coming out? Oh, what the hell? Where it's called skyscraper or something? Okay, so for everybody at home, when we saw Pacific Room Uprising, I think it was it was two Rock trailers. I've seen that in front both, of it. Yeah, this Rampage, which looks like it might be good. It might be end up being a good movie. I think it looks terrible. Um, yeah, it then, seems like he walked right off the set of Jumanji and started filming Rampage. It's like the same exact wardrobe. But anyways. And then, yeah, now he's making a movie where he's basically doing Die Hard. Yeah. It's almost like... Uh, <laughs> Except he's got like a fake leg. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then, uh, yeah, and at the end of the trailer, he's like dangling from the fake leg and like he's about to fall out of it and stuff. Whatever, dude. I mean, that that's the kind of thing where it's like, I think... I think The Rock knows his brand, He's, and it's just like fun movies for everybody. I can smell what The Rock is cooking. I really want to see Jumanji. I haven't seen it yet. It's okay. It's yeah. fun. It's, it's, it's breezy entertainment. But that's one of those like little Timmy nephew. Like, oh, that's hey. definitely a Timmy nephew movie. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. See, here's the thing. We need to be thinking about little Timmy, all right? We need to bring movies back to fun, clean, clean fun, all right? We've been we've been swimming in the Nolan pool for fucking ten years now. All right, let's let's get out of the Nolan black water and get back into the get back into the the, the sunshiny day. You yeah, know but I mean? sometimes it just turns into bad movies. Sure, no, I agree. Uh, Sicario de la Soldado. They keep changing that title and it annoys me because it was first it was first it was Soldado, <laughs> then it was Sicario two Soldado. Now it's Sicario Day of the Soldado, which is a dumb name, honestly. They could even they could have called it Dia de Soldado. That'd been a little little, little spicier. <laughs> no, no pun <laughs> no pun intended. I, um, I'll see that. I'll see Sicario. I'll see Sicario too. Well, it depends. That's a, that's a wait for reviews movie. I think for me. Um, okay. I love Sicario, but like 
the you know a sequel to a movie that I really enjoy that like doesn't necessarily warrant a sequel is a mm, I don't want to I don't want to jump into this especially because Sicario is already heavy heavy enough you know well the first one was great and and I yeah like because I don't think anybody uh, I mean obviously uh, Denis Villeneuve is not attached to this right uh, he's probably uh, executive producer probably, or something yeah. um, do we know what he's doing next oh yeah Dune Dune that's right was that next year. Oh, probably like three years from now. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, we got Sicario, Day of the Soldado coming out on June 29th. Uncle Drew, that's a movie with a bunch of basketball players who I... Oh, bit. yeah. And the I, We watched that trailer in front of Pacific Rim also, right. and to, to show you how lame I am, it's like, I assume most of these people are NBA players, because Shaquille O'Neal definitely is. Yeah. I know that one. Uh, so it uh, seems like I it's feel, fun. I, yeah, but I feel like NBA players have a pretty bad history of being actors. Well, sure, but I think it's a movie that's sort of not taking anything seriously I, at I, all. I, it'll probably be a fun time for people who are a fan of basketball and like know who yeah. people are. That's probably half the fun of it. It's like, oh, look at these people in fun makeup. And has that guy from Get Out help that guy get out? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, who, by the way, that actor is like uh. Are we talking about the guy like in the very beginning of Get Out? Of Get Out? No, we're talking about the guy, the TSA agent. Oh, the TSA agent. Okay, because I was gonna say the guy in the beginning of Get Out. I don't know his name, but that dude's like blowing up, man. He's he's getting a ton of movie roles now. Oh, cool. Well, so is I, all those guys are getting are getting out. Um, and he's gonna be in a movie. Sorry for bothering you or something. Oh, that movie looks bonkers. That movie looks great. Sorry to bother you. I'm looking forward. Yeah, I, that movie's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, everyone, do your favorite right now. Pause this podcast. Go look at the trailer for Sorry to Bother You. It looks like the fucking weirdest, awesome yeah. shit. I mean, my movie, I've heard from festival audiences the movie's pretty killer. Oh, yeah. No, I'm looking forward. To, I think it comes out in the summer. We'll probably find it on this list, too. Mm-hmm. The first Purge, I haven't. I, I've seen part of the first Purge movie. I, I appreciate the marketing. <laughs> I appreciate their poster just because they're like, we're going for it. And I thought it was, it's. Uh, it's bold. I appreciate you know, that. I, with horror movies, I, I just I, like do they, it gets. It always gets to this point where it's like a horror movie is a great idea, and they make the first one, and then they start just churning these out every single year, and 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 it's like the first movie you have the A cast, and the second movie you have the B cast, and the third movie you have the C cast, and you you know what I mean? And it's like it just keeps like it's the yeah, sliding s- slope. Surely, I mean, I'm if I had time, I could think of an example where it gets saw. Better. Oh wait, okay. Where it gets better, Evil uh, Dead. Evil Dead, yeah. But that's more of like a slapstick kind of like. Yeah, it becomes a comedy by the third one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What do you think? Oh gosh, movies that start bad and get better. I know there's at least yeah, one yeah. one franchise. I mean, there's movies like well for Friday the Thirteenth, the fourth and sixth Friday the Thirteenth movies are much better than the first ones. So okay. There's that. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh yeah. Uh I saw a trailer for another movie actually. Have you seen the trailer for Beneath the or is it Beneath Beneath the Silver Lake? No. It looks very interesting. It's like uh, uh Andrew Garfield starts seeing signs and everything. Like he's like everything's a coded message. Oh. He's like walking around Silver Lake and Hollywood and shit <laughs> looking for all these codes because some interesting. some girl he had a thing with like left abruptly but left a weird symbol in her house and he's like it means something and he goes on this weird odyssey it looks kind of fun oh okay and the director of It Follows speaking of horror movies that I haven't seen I haven't seen that either mm. you know what actually I hear is actually really excellent speaking of horror that doesn't come out in the summer it comes uh, out in 
this month, next month, whatever month it is currently, when this comes out. Uh-huh. Uh, a Quiet Place. Oh, the the that trailer, I. Uh, I, I want to see the movie, but man, that trailer, seeing that in front of every movie I've seen for the last month or so, not having it. It's <laughs> no, I like it. I thought the first time I saw the trailer, I had not heard of the movie before. And I saw the trailer, I'm like, whoa, that did its job. I'm very interested in that. I don't want, I don't really, you know, horror movies are tricky. And also, you know, I feel like a movie that's built around silence is a lot of opportunity for. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I've been, I've no, I've never had bad luck with crowds, but like, you know, I'd rather just. See those. So see that later, because I'm a coward. Mostly, I'm just I'm just a coward. I'm a coward, everyone. Anyways, um, <laughs> but you know, it's got like 100 percent Rotten Tomatoes right now. They premiered at South by Southwest, and people were like, "Damn!" So wow. Okay, so this is out in theaters now. Is it? What? Right now? A Quiet Place. Oh no 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 no, no 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 no! Thursday, April 5th. Oh yeah. Okay okay so Friday April 6th technically. <laughs> Even though, can we like stop bullshitting ourselves and just say that movies come out on Thursday? Like seriously, like uh, no, because if it if you say it's coming on Thursday, it's to come out on Thursday morning then, and that's just right. the thing. It'll happen. <laughs> Sometimes that happens for like holidays where it's like comes out on Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. I know that Star Wars movies, like the prequels, I think, right? Like, or maybe the, I think it was Episode Three, maybe that came out on a Wednesday. No, it came out on a Friday. Oh, really? Pretty sure. Man, one of those though. I don't know. I just remember George Lucas saying, like, oh, yeah, we want to put it out on a Wednesday instead of a Friday because it's not about the money or something. Possibly. I mean, like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah. But, I mean, like, I saw those movies when I was a kid, but I believe I saw them right when they came out. It might have been episode one because I saw that one, like, a week after it came out because I was a little kid. Same here, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yay, let's go to Taco Bell. Yay, let's get the episode one toys from Taco Bell. And then my oldest brother... The founder of Let Me Listen Podcast was telling me, telling me why Episode One was a bad movie, and my little kid brain didn't get it at the time. But I, I get it now. I think I've told the story on the podcast. Maybe I haven't, but I remember being a little kid before Episode One came out, like a week before it came out. I was at a friend's birthday party, and he got like the graphic novel comic version of the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool, and I open it up to the page where Darth Maul gets cut in half. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> damn it. Which is it? It's really. That that kind of thing, I feel like, would it, it it doesn't happen nowadays. I'm glad that in this in the spoilerific world, like Star Wars spoiler, like Episode One was like you could the fucking album had a, had a song called Qui Gon's Noble End or whatever. Yeah. It's like you know, no one give a shit nowadays. Everyone's like you know, until the day after the movie comes out, you have to shut the fuck up. Right? Yeah. Which I prefer, man. Yeah. I, I'm glad there's that much hype around movies nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because it really like it, it it really drives the momentum of of the whole experience, yes. you know. Speaking of uh, movies that stuff, Ant Man and the Wasp, July sixth, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, and Sorry to Bother You coming oh, out wow. on the same day. Oh geez, um, I will say having rewatched Ant Man, my excitement for Ant Man and the Wasp has shot up. Sure, yeah. Because like again, Ant Man's just fine, but like kind of like watching that and Civil War again, like being like, oh yeah, Ant-Man's a fun character. Oh, I can't wait to see him again and stuff. So like before I was like, whatever. And now I'm like, yeah, Ant-Man, cool. Let's watch some more stuff. Yes, I agree. And I feel like since that other movie had the weird kind of production problems that it did, you know, like Edgar Wright yeah. directing some of it and then, and then I don't know if he quit. He didn't they... direct some of it. He, w- he was going to direct and then oh, he quit okay. before in pre-production. I just hope with this next movie they really play more with the whole size thing. Well, it looks like they are. Yeah, because uh, like it, the the first movie had some of it, but 
Uh, I, I wanted more. I wanted more of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that one sequence in the movie that I thought was really fucking cool is like, he, w- the, I think it's the first time he puts on the suit and it's like, in he's the in the shower yeah. and then he falls through the cracks and he's like in a nightclub and he's like spinning on the, the uh, disc and shit and like all yeah. this cool shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I probably, what's going to happen is I'm going to see Ant-Man on the Wasp on Thursday night and then I'll probably see, sorry to bother you on Friday hey, night. It's not for like three months, man. You got plenty of time to figure it out. I love how this website is categorizing this movie as a fantasy movie. Sorry to bother you, I mean. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Trans Hotel Transylvania 3. Haven't seen any of those. No, I've seen 30 minutes at the first one. I The animation's very good. Genny uh, Tartakovsky. Yes, Genny Tartakovsky. He knows how to push cartooniness to absurd levels, and I do appreciate that. For anybody who doesn't know who that is, he... Uh, he He's the creative mind, one of the creative minds behind uh, Dexter's Lab, Dexter's Powerpuff Lab. Girls, Samurai Jack. Uh, Symbiotic Titan, which nobody watched, myself included, did never saw that show. The first Clone Wars yeah. TV miniseries. Just called Clone Wars. Yeah, um, which I really enjoyed. It's cool. It's a little, for Star Wars, like, in terms, it's very, like, fast and loose with, like, yeah. stuff, like, you know, like, fucking um, Samurai, uh, sorry, uh, was it Mace Windu, like, takes down an entire army with his hands and Dude, stuff. he was going fucking crazy it's with a, that army. Yeah, you know, it's a little silly. Yeah, but tonally, still, I think it was not. It wasn't Star Wars. Tonally. It was more Guinea Tartakovsky than Star Wars, but it's still pretty yeah. great. Um, yeah. And then he did, was going to do a Popeye movie that got scrapped, and I think he did the. I don't know if he did the second Hotel Transylvania, but he certainly did the first one. And that movie is a good watch if you're just looking for like exaggerated animation, which they don't really have in a lot of CG animated movies, like really yeah. crazy poses and stuff like that. But uh, you know, it's a it's a movie for babies though. <laughs> Well, and here's the thing. I'm I'm actually kind of glad that they're not making the Popeye movie because uh, the Popeye movie I want to see is the Popeye movie that would never be made, and that's the Popeye movie that matches the original Popeye cartoons where he's smoking the pipe, he's punching people in the face. You know what I'm saying? Well, have you seen the Robin Williams Popeye movie? Yes, I have. Is it like? I haven't seen that. That's a, that's a Robert Altman uh, pick, everyone. I tried watching that movie again more recently, and I know why people don't talk about that movie much. Is it good? It's, it's not as good as it sounds. Okay. Um, I was like one of Robert Williams' first movies, too, I think. Yeah. Now, have I told you who I would cast as Popeye? Probably. Leave Schreiber. No. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be cool, actually. But I'm going to flee from, oh, the, red, yeah. from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He, yeah, I'm going to would. flee from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Doug Jones and a bunch of makeup. Doug Jones and a yeah, Doug he's Jones. He's just got like I don't, like he's like the got the the right size forearms, right? Just like huge forearms. You just put everybody else on a box so that he looks shorter, and then there you go, Doug Jones. Is there anything Doug Jones can't do? I don't think so. Doug Jones for president. <laughs> oh, that's not. Let's not be pitching him <laughs> president unless he... Maybe he is the president right now. We would never know. Oh, shit. The whole thing. <laughs> oh, man. I would be happy about that if that was a, the, 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 the big twist. See, Mamma Mia 2, here we go again. Oh, I like God. how well, it's like... Uh, I like how the title for Mamma Mia is Here We Go Again. It's like such a resigned, yeah. like, fuck. They should take that exclamation point off of that. That's so what I felt when I saw the, go again. the... I saw the trailer and I'm like, oh, God. Like, I haven't seen the first one, but, like, the trailer felt like a... Like, and people like the first one, too, but the trailer... Even the trailer, just me watching, like, this again, really? Why are we doing this? The first one's problematic. I, I'm not going to lie. I've seen the first one multiple times because oh, it... Oh, gosh. 
It's uh, it, and not by my doing. Uh, I can only imagine it's not. It's, I don't know why it would be. It, when when that movie was out, it was like, hey, you know, uh, women are dragging you to this movie. I can imagine a string of failed yeah. dates. Yeah. I even went to the fucking sing-along version of that. Ew. And then I snuck out and went to Barnes & Noble. Uh <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good, actually. Because we, we well, we went in a group of friends, and like two or three of us were just like, eh. yeah. The only, yeah. the worst movie I've been dragged into via a group of friends in high school, f- or uh, was uh, Step Up to the Streets. Oh, I've seen that. It's bad. It is real bad. bad. They liked it a lot, and I stopped hanging out with them. Yep. That. Uh, yeah, I've seen that too, and I think that was also another movie where it was like a girl was like, "Hey, let's see this." I'm like, "Yeah, I like you, so I'm gonna go." Yep, that's it. That's the king. Yeah. The whole thing. Uh, um, blind spotting? Don't know. Uh, Mission Impo- Mustache Impossible. Okay, so uh, July 27th. That's a sweet that spot. I'm really looking forward to that. Teen Titans go to the movies? The marketing's been pretty fun for that. Yeah? It's been pretty... Have you seen the trailer and stuff? No. It's like, hey, it's like they're giving Aqua in a movie, so why the fuck not, basically? Oh, yeah. Then I have seen that, yeah. I didn't know if that was just going to be like on Cartoon Network. No, it's a real fucking movie, man. People oh, love cool. that show. They I mean, do, yeah. I know. Well, kids do. I people. I know people People on the internet are like, fuck it, they canceled Teen Titans for this goddamn shit. It's like, <laughs> well, first of all, they canceled Teen Titans because no one watched it. And second of all, they brought them back, all the voice actors back to this show for babies that people love. So yeah. I guess, uh, you know, they're laughing all the way to the bank. I mean, I definitely, if, if I had my choice, like I love the designs for Teen Titans Go, but if I had my choice, I would go with... I mean the original series was the great. original series. Yeah, fucking yeah. Ron Perlman is Deathstroke man. Yeah, that was that was real cool. I mean, I watched that show pretty much the whole way through. So I I was yeah. a big fan of that. And I'm get I'm I, I, I would wager a guess that in Teen Titans Go they're not doing any fighting. Or are they? Are they fighting? I think so. I think they do wacky kind of kid fights. Is like, there Deathstroke in that? No, I don't think that kinda no. No It would be no. like hurt stroke or something. No, they call him. But first of all, they didn't say squabble death, stroke. They never said death stroke in the in the show, though. They always called him Slade. Oh, seriously? Yeah, remember they never. They oh, were like, oh, fucking got, shit. That, Are you serious? The, watch the original show. They never called him death stroke. It was like I, at the time when I was like fifteen or whenever that like fourteen. I don't know how old I was. That's being... They would always call him Slade, and it wasn't until later, like a few years later, like, oh, that's death stroke. Slade Wilson, I get it now. That is being way too careful. I'm Cartoon Network. Well, whatever. Slade's a cool name anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure people would complain if it was Deathstroke, but Jesus Christ. Like, come on. Uh, August 3rd, Christopher Robin. Oh, man, did I tell you about... Man, that fucking Winnie the Pooh is the fucking cutest yeah. guy. It's a fucking cute. I'm going to pull up a picture of this, Winnie Pooh. just want to squeeze it. Uh, yeah, you know, you got to... Um... You got uh, Ewan McGregor in there doing his thing. Uh, you got uh, Winnie the Pooh. There we go. Oh, oh, yeah. Look at that. It's so cute. Look at that. That is amazing. It's cute as a button. Have you not seen this trailer? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, it's so cute. Look at it. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I Ewan McGregor is one of those actors that I, I really root for, man. I really root for Ewan I'm sure he's he's doing fine, so I don't you know. Yeah, but I I just think he's a I, he's one of those actors that I think is like really a fucking talented actor. Do you want that Kenobi movie that everyone's clamoring for? Absolutely, eh, I would watch it. I know we've talked about it before, but I'll say it again. I absolutely do. I've seen some pretty fun edits of the uh, the Winnie the Pooh trailer where Winnie the Pooh was like General Kenobi. 
<laughs> and he's got like four lightsabers. Oh, General Kenobi. <laughs> I'm looking for honey. <laughs> you are a bold one. I, I, that, that, what was that? Anyways. <laughs> I would love a, a little reel where you stick Winnie the Pooh into Star Wars movies. And specifically the scene I'm thinking of is when Laura Dern turns the ship around. But instead it's <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. And then he light speeds into the... Into the uh, first order. I have seen the best edit of all time where someone edits that and it's the light speed thing. But as the ship collides with the supremacy, you hear the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> it goes, it's amazing because that's uh, not in the movie. And it, it makes me sad. I'll have to look that up. It's so funny. It yeah. Cracks hey, if time. you ask Ryan Johnson, though, the Wilhelm screen is in the movie. It's just at 0.1 decibels. Okay. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, come on, at least wait till the end of episode nine to cut your traditions. So, okay, I've been hearing about this movie more and more recently. It's it comes the out on just came out. August third. Uh, Mila Kunis, yeah, the right? spy who dumped me. We're talking Kate about. McKinnon, uh, the spy who dumped me. Won't see it. Okay, so that's that. The Meg, with a giant shark hunts down Jason Statham. No way. Yep. Okay, that's, that. a, that's a movie. <laughs> Uh okay now we're getting into weird stuff. Uh, the Happy Time Murders that's finally coming out. Never heard of it. I think it. it's a fucking puppet fuck. It's one of the oh, puppet fuck movies. Oh, is it a puppet fuck? I think it's actually a real. Uh, <laughs> I think it's an Osh to Goodness Jim Carrey production or Jim Carrey, Jim Henson production. Oh, it's about fucking time. Um, I think I think it's like an actual like adult movie with puppets and they're solving fucking murders. Oh my god, I would love that. Here, let's let's see if there's any info on this. Uh, okay, so a puppet detective is forced to solve a string of murders around the Happy Time t- Happy Time Gang, the cast of a popular children's show. It will aim for a R rating. <laughs> yep. Count me in. I that that sounds like a movie made for me. Um, the Happy Time Murders. Okay. Cool. Uh, I I I I've been hearing about that for years. I didn't know it's finally coming out. That's great. Hopefully, it's good. Hopefully well. Wasn't there another like puppet movie that came out that was really stupid or something that was also trying to be dark? Or maybe I'm just thinking of Crank Anchors. Oh, no, 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 no. There, there's a Peter Jackson movie that was about No, I mean, like, that... more recently. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just making that up. Anyways, so that could be fun. Um, now we're getting into movies I've never heard of, and there's no trailers it's for them. August, so it's so, a, a Slender Man movie. God damn it. Oh, I saw the trailer for that. Fuck that Me movie. Me too, yeah. Because it's... it's not like Slender Man at all. It's like rando horror thing. Yeah. With the name Slenderman. Is it Doug Jones? Though? Oh, no, no, no. Is it? No, it's, no, it's, it's not. a CGI monster. Which, you know, God. for me, I'm not complaining about CGI monsters because it gives me work. But, sure, yeah. Uh, you know, Slenderman, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, so this website only goes up to August 31st. Oh, because it's just the summer You're in the movies. Summer mo- movies. Man. Okay, well, well, you know, there's more stuff coming out. And sure. I'm sure even then, we'll probably figure out what's coming out in August as it gets closer. Well, okay, so let me ask you. With that information, it, f- it feels like kind of a uh, a weak summer a little bit, huh? Yeah, I feel like this year is going to be the in-between year where like next year is going to be the hot shit year, you know? Right, yeah. I, I think I said, a, well, next year, television-wise, we have like Stranger Things and Game of Thrones are coming back. Oh, God. And then we also have Star Wars. That's not in the summer. I'm just talking in general. Uh, Star Wars, you got new Avengers, new James Bond new some other big franchise ah ninja turtles 3 no they're making a cartoon of that though and people are kind of real upset because april neil's black oh is that really yeah 
people are clamoring over that. God damn. No, I don't like, you know, I I went to like I went to one of them websites where it's full of like the fourteen year old kids. One of them video game type websites, like nerd culture websites, and yeah. everyone's like, "Oh man, they're so politically correct," and you lose a finger, and you lose a finger. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I would say out of any character in Ninja Turtles, uh, April O'Neil is like the like you can change April O'Neil to be anything. I don't understand because the original April O'Neil is fucking boring there is no reason not to change anyone to anything because it doesn't fucking matter anyways there's no reason not to yeah just do it well like okay so what i would say is like the four ninja turtles i feel like they have specific character traits that sort of well, also they're turtles it's this dichotomy that they have you, that you sort of have to stick together you, you know what i mean change, you can't like you know change the race or gender of it you can change the genders of the turtles but you can't change the right. race because they're fucking turtles well i guess what i mean though is like they have this this cool ass like archetypal team dynamic that i think you shouldn't fuck with you have the comedic relief. You got the uh, the yeah. rogue. You got the leader, and you got the scientist. They might be fucking with it though, because I think Raphael's the leader now. No, maybe. No, no. Oh, Fuck this that pisses show. me off. I don't know. I I, rec- I didn't look that hard to into it. All I know is, boy, the- if that happens, I am out. I. Well, am, why would you watch it anyway? I am out. This, well, I love Ninja it's Turtles. It's a cartoon. I love Ninja Turtles. Well, still, I, I the, the designs lack a certain appeal to me, honestly. But I, I I saw it and it it doesn't look isn't doesn't it just kind of look like the it, looks a it's little like a cartoon like live version of the live action one, right? It looks better in motion than it does uh, right. still though, but it's a bit like sloppy. And here's the thing: is like you know, with the Ninja Turtles, you literally just have to. Be, you, the charm of the Ninja Turtles is you it, it, their personalities are different. But you literally just copy and paste the same design and change the band. Why would colors. you make a new Ninja Turtles if you're not going to just gonna keep the same design? Though I don't get the point. Like just like just do something new. I like, appreciate they're doing something new. I don't yeah. like you know if you want to make a new version of Ninja Turtles, try a new spin on it. I don't just do it because like there's a thousand versions. You don't like this version? Go to the CG one or the 2004 or whatever year one or the 80s one. There's probably something to enjoy. Well, yeah. I mean, we're definitely in a phase with Ninja Turtles now where it is just reinterpretation, right? Well, yeah. What more can you do? Yeah, but what I what I'm saying though is like it is just like with these different iterations, it literally is just reinterpretation, and it's not like the original source material being brought back. No, and whatever that's fine. I mean, Batman is literally the same thing. Like we left, we left actual Batman years and years ago. Hey, now Batman's in like Japan or whatever that movie's coming out. What that CG movie where Batman's a samurai? Oh, that's right. Yeah, well, that yeah, that's a that's a perfect example of a reinterpretation. I I'll probably see that. Like, I'm not a huge fan of like how that that whole animation style where it's sort of like on it's like 3D, but it's like on fours, yeah, and it, it's like. But I love the designs. Doesn't really man. make sense if you're gonna spend all the time making the CGI assets. Why not spend the? It doesn't. It's. It doesn't, I don't know, but those designs are fucking killer. I love those designs. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. So, I don't know. You'll have to look into that Ninja Turtles thing. I might be completely wrong. It about be, what? I, about the, the, the Turtles dynamic change. Oh, like if Raphael's the leader? All I know is, is people, you gotta stop being so racist. Yeah, seriously. Well, again, dude, I think most people wouldn't have a problem with it. Most people don't. This is just because I, 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 I went to shithole. Shithole. <laughs> <internet, laughs> shithole.com. Yeah, basically. <laughs> 
I think it'd be funny if every every shitty thing you say online, it it <laughs> they delete it off of where you put it, and it all just funnels back to shithole.com. Oh no, and I'd go there <laughs> out of morbid curiosity. I'm sure of it. Everything I'm like, I'm like, this is stupid. I I'll let's see what the comments are like. God. Why I don't know why I do that. Do you remember uh do you remember rotten.com? No, I don't. Have you heard of it? I've heard the name. I don't remember what it was about. Now, I never went there and I don't care. Back in Internet 1.0, before social internet, mm-hmm. back when the internet was really the wild, wild west, and you could like Wicka Wicka Yeah. Uh and you know, you'd go to these different websites that are just like odd and curiosities. They're just these curiosities, like new grounds and e bombs. Yeah, I was gonna say E Bombs World. I hated E Bombs World. I thought it was so stupid. I thought it was always just second rung to new grounds. I'm like, why am I going to E Bombs? I never even like new grounds. I thought new grounds was just like Poops, poops and farts and flash animation and it's like I don't want to see this is all dumb. <laughs> Have you watched Barnyard Shenanigans on on Newgrounds.com? No. Fu- it bad but funny. Anyways, so rotten.com was a really fucked up website and I remember it was always like what teenagers would be like, "Hey, let's go to rotten.com because it was this place that was somehow illegal, like it was legal to go to this website." But it was like photos of fucked up shit. Like yeah. it was like Chris Farley, like right after he OD'd, or like Kurt Cobain right after he shot himself or something. And it's just these. It, it's just nasty. It's like really a, a gross ass website. I mean, that's probably gone now. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, like Reddit's got places of that. I think Reddit has like subreddits or like pictures of dead bodies. Yeah, yeah. But there's and- also subreddits. There's a subreddit called Eye Bleach, which is just pictures of puppies. <laughs> Well, that's good. So you just gotta go to one of those. There is, yeah, dude. The internet is man. It's a strange place. Have I ever mentioned to you how, like, for a little while on YouTube, I would look up? Uh, okay, well, I, 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 like went, where, I like where this is going. Okay, for the record, <laughs> I didn't look this up. I stumbled upon it, and then it happens, like with most YouTube things, where it's like you stumble upon one thing, and then it auto plays another thing and another yeah, thing. Yeah. And there's a whole string of these. Uh, videos where it's nine one one calls. Oh gosh! And that shit fucks you up. Oh, I would never. Don't listen. Yeah, you don't have to tell me. Yeah, no, that I would not recommend that to anybody. Yeah, I know. Um, what I've been doing on YouTube is I've been watching a lot of video essays about Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> I I would stumble upon it's like, hey, playing up next is some video essay about this guy talking about the deeper meaning of Dark Souls. Yeah, okay, I'll watch that. And like, you know, three hours later. I've watched a bunch of videos about all three Dark Souls and about what they mean. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what, that's what I do with my life. All right. Have you heard of Djibouti dubs? No. Or it's like Djibouti. <laughs> you know, I think it's, I believe it's the same people that did like I'm the Juggernaut bitch and stuff, right? Uh-huh. But like they, what they do now is they, they do these Twitch streams where it's uh, GTA RP or whatever. It's like this big open world GTA game. Five GTA Five. They're all open world. What are you talking about? Well, it's like online and it's Grand like Theft Auto Five. Uh, I guess so. But I mean, that's the one. Like they, you can play with other people on the internet in the in the city. In yeah, GTA 5. but it's like there's people that like are in the game that are like police officers. So they literally go around and treat this all very seriously where they're like going around and arresting people that's and Maybe shit. it's by a mod of some sort you can't do that in the real game okay and then there's also there's like a person that has like he's like you could be someone that has a towing company and like you can be another person that's like a taxi driver weird and like i uh just at work or whatever i have this on in the background and it's it's 
it's these people that did that juggernaut bitch thing, but like they're going around being just the most obnoxious characters <laughs> in this world, interacting with like uh cops that are like trying to treat this seriously. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. That it's sounds it's a amazing. lot of fun. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, my God. Mine got. Yeah. Um yeah, the internet's uh tis a silly place. It's a monster. The internet's a fucking monster. But hey, what would we do without it? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, there, hey, there was podcast, a time where we, sure. yeah, well, hey, there was a time where we did do stuff without the internet, but it was kind of boring. I don't know, man. I mean, come on, like playing like Mario Kart 64 and then like yeah, going outside. I would do that with the internet also. Yeah. The only reason I don't do that now is because no one's around to play goddamn Mario Kart. Speaking of which, man, they made a new Mario Party. I'd be so about so so on that, like a good one. Oh yeah, Man. the last one they made didn't. The last two have been garbage. Right, Not, yeah. Mario Party Nine is the worst game I've ever played in my life. Wow, like, that's like I honestly that's saying I a bought lot. it. I not bought it. Sorry, I, I rented it because like Mario Party, for, uh, what a fun thing, and played it. And that's the one that the Hudson Soft that made the first eight Mario Parties went out of business. So Nintendo was like, "Fuck it, we'll make this one ourselves." And they're like, "Hey, you know everything everyone, oh. everyone loves about Mario Party? Well, fuck them. Let's make this like boring shit, oh. not mini game focused bullshit." That awful. sucks. It's terrible. It's utter trash. So Hudson did go out of business. I believe so. Or maybe they're folding okay. something. Because they they also made Bomber. I mean, they were the Bomberman people Bomberman for is also, years and years. And now that's Konami. I think yeah, Bomberman really tanked for a while. Konami, it did tank for a while. Konami's also kind of in a bit of kind of up to up to shit. So. Right. Yeah. Ah, oh, jeez. Ah, oh, jeez. There's all these. You know. Yeah. It's. Whatever. Video games, it seems like one of those things where there's all these companies that are always in flux. Like, it's, it's, uh, there's always these companies coming and going. and you Yeah, know. it's very volatile. Yeah. It's a, I hear it's not a fun place to, if you're like, it, it's, I hear it like, yeah, like if you work in it, like be expected to move. A lot. Be expected to crunch a lot. It's not a fun. You know what it is? I think certain companies get left behind once new consoles come out with new specs and stuff. Sometimes. Sometimes they just can't, like, it's like, oh, we were used to developing things for that didn't require as many, like, polish, right. as much polish, because games have gotten a lot more expensive because graphic fidelity has increased and stuff like that. Right. So you have to, like, either, like, try to make indie-type games or try to make big games. Well, that's the thing is, you know, I bet, I bet there was a lot of companies that went out of business right when... Like towards the end of Genesis and SNES going into like PlayStation and N64, mm-hmm. switching from that 2D side scroller to the 3D stuff. I bet there was a lot of companies that just fucking some did some disappeared. Didn't. I think a big a lot of them in during the recession went kaput. No, oh yeah, because a the recession and b it was also I remember like a year before like in 2007 people were like games are recession proof. People love video games, and then like so many studios closed. Really, uh, the only thing that was recession-proof... Hey, everybody, here's a fun fact. Um, Statistically speaking, bringing this all back to movies, uh, recessions are when uh, theaters... Or, like, rather, theaters don't get hit as much by recessions because the, the money that people would use to go on vacations and stuff, they're like, oh, shit, I can't go on vacation. You know what? I'll, I'll do a little treat. I'll go to a movie. Yeah, treat yourself. However, I did hear that during the recession, the amount of movies being made went somewhere from, uh, like per year, went somewhere from, I, I think this is the right number, is like 650 to 450. That sounds right. Yeah. 
but I, I mean, imagine like that's MGM different. went under. Like a bunch of things kind of folded and went under then. Too. Right. Yeah. Man, I was watching a Bond movie yesterday. I guess it'll be the last movie we talk about. Uh, I was watching on a Majesty Secret Service and be like, man, I remember when MGM was a thing. <laughs> I miss that, miss that lion. I mean, like it still appears every now and then, but it's like not a thing. It was know? real royal for a while. It was yeah. a grand, big, big grand royal name. Yeah. And so, um, speaking of which, though, so Honor Majesty Secret. Have you seen Honor Majesty Secret Service? That's like the f- the six Bond movies. The first oh. one post Connery. No, it's with George Lazenby. It is. I think it's the most middle of the road Bond movie. But because of such the weird thing about Bond movies is the most the middle of the road Bond movies are actually kind of in the sense the worst Bond movies because they're <laughs> the least interesting, least memorable. Yeah, right? Like yeah. Moonraker is a bad movie, but he goes to space. Well, it's so wacky you can laugh at it. Whereas like the world is not enough. Uh, who cares? Right, whatever. Yeah. Um. Except for Die in a Day, which is like the worst of both worlds. It's awful. Sure. Um, but like uh, On a Magic Secret Service, it's a weird movie. Every time I see it, I'm always, I always remember this. And every time I see him, I'm always like r- reminded again. Mm-hmm. how fucking weird the editing is. It's such a weirdly oh. edited movie. I think it was directed by an editor. Like they like just do weird <laughs> shit where they like cut three frames out of a shot for some reason sometimes during action sequences and stuff. Oh, a lot weird. of weird quick cuts. It's super bizarre. Like right? in the middle of the shot, they'll cut out a frame? Yeah. Or like three frames in the yeah. middle of a shot. In the middle of like someone's like throwing a punch and then like it cuts like oh, three that's... frames and then it's like over. It's like weird. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. And I feel it's trying to be because it's like you know the '60s, so it's a little experimental. I think it's like oh we're gonna try something different, but it's like it doesn't really yeah, hold up yeah. in that sense. And as a movie, it's super wacky and then gets super real real quick at the very end. <laughs> I don't want to spoil too much, but I watched it with my girlfriend because I've seen all these movies. This is the third time I've seen this one. Right. And uh, she was just like, "What the fuck." Like, it just, like, it goes from, like, this movie where James Bond, uh, basically the movie is about, like, James Bond goes to this weird institute with a bunch of sexy ladies, and he fucks, like, most of them. Not really. He fucks two of them. Um, <laughs> and they, like, they, like, eat stereotypical food that they were allergic to, but now they're not, and they're, like, being used as, like, hypnotized people to go out and spread, like, anti-life disease. And it's really stupid. Huh. And then James Bond chases down Blofeld and Toboggan. It's like a wacky, ridiculous thing. And then it ends with a like, real dramatic moment. Toboggan? Yeah. <laughs> like Mantis Toboggan? Like Mantis Mantis Toboggan. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's super dumb. And uh, yeah, then it ends really weird. And then it's like, oh shit. And then also, but the funniest thing is it ends real weird. And then it goes, da-na-da-na. It like, goes right into it. It's super jarring. Just have my one of my favorite moments in any Bond movie, though, is James Bond... Hits, he, he's being chased on skis, great skis, you know, a lot of great ski chases in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, hits a guy over the edge of his cliff, and we watch the guy fall for, and I'm not kidding you, like 20 fucking seconds. So it's like Looney Tunes. It is. It's hilarious. And you just watch him, and he goes, ah. And you just watch him fall, and you watch him fall, and you watch him fall, and then wow. you watch him hit the ground. It's my one of my favorite Bond movies because it's so it's so over the top. It's like Wiley e. Coyote kind of stuff. Yeah, right on. It's ridiculous. Uh, you know, I'd recommend every Bond movie. So I'd one of the well, one of these movies when I have like a hundred hours of spare time on my hands, I'll, I'll I'll try to make it through every Bond movie next year in prep for Bond twenty five, directed by Danny Boyle. I think officially announced at this point. Yeah. Um. Hey, watch all twenty four in a row. I did that once. 
uh, except it was only 22 movies at that time, but I right. did it. And that was How a, do you do it, though? Uh, I was a freshman year of college, and it was uh, Christmas break. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'll, I'll try, but it's that's a tall order. It is. That is a really fucking tall order. Uh, no, yeah. I just yeah. been kind of going through, rewatching them, because like, oh, shit, I haven't seen Bond in a while, and I'll just... Throw one on. It's always fun. I'm curious. Well, you know, I'd be curious to see how, like, because there's so there's a ton of movie franchises out there, and like, you know, they come and they go, and like, whatever, right? And you know, most last th- uh, three movies, maybe sometimes five movies, whatever. But like, I'd be curious to know why James Bond has this specific recipe for lasting as long as it has. I think. Well, first of all, the first three or four came out one year apart. They like basically in production, like we're making all these movies at once. I don't, we don't give a shit. Just yeah. go, go, go. You got Bert. They were like super successful. Like Thunderball is like in terms of like it's a uh, box office. Um, we, with, uh, the, uh, inflation uh-huh. is like still like the second most successful bond movie. So it was like oh, a wow. huge hit. So like the first four bond movies have been, were smash successes and that kind of just propelled them all forward. But James Bond was at one time kind of close to shutting, shutting down around the like, um, eighties, right? In the eighties. Yeah. I think it was, uh, if Octopussy didn't do good, it would have been the last bond movie. Oh wow. But Octopussy did do, do good. I think that's what I remember hearing. Either way, it wasn't doing so hot then, and it and it, it um, license to kill did really bad. Well, there is that. Then that's the right after that was uh, there was a pretty sizable gap. Right? Yeah, license to kill did really bad, and then there was a bunch of legal mumbo jumbo that they f- got squared away, and then brought Pierce Brosnan back on to do yeah, yeah, Golden Eye, which is great. I would really love to rewatch that one, tung, not just because I played the game. Tung, tung. Do that Eric Sarah soundtrack. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You're listening to James Bond, and then suddenly someone's in a, in a giant wind tunnel hitting a pipe against a wall. It also has my, <laughs> one of my favorite songs, which is when James Bond is uh, I, I races Zinyana top uh, down a down a hill in a car chase, and goes, "It's like, oh yeah, it's like weird keyboard shit." Well, it's like it's like it's supposed to be like this like cool hip music for like a cool Bond scene. Yeah, but it's just so '90s, like mid '90s goofiness. Yeah, it's funny because Tomorrow Never Dies is like, huh, what soundtrack? Dun, dun, dun. Like it's like so brassy and over the top in that one. Like they like love the the, the Bond theme song. I think. Yeah. It's a uh, it's it's I love the the one of the my favorite things is the gross overreactions. Every Bond movie is a gross overreaction. The previous one. Right. Yeah. Um, more or less. Or in the case of a success, sometimes a doubling down of. Oh yeah. Um. So I think the sequel to Spectre, if the the the. You know, sometimes the the formula doesn't always a hundred percent apply, but the sequel to Spectre will probably be shorter, a little leaner, and will will be James Bond, not related to anybody. Right, and then and then uh, some inner city London British kid because it's a Danny Boyle movie. Some you know inner city British uh, London kid will come up to James Bond and be like, "Oi, you know Blofeld, full of shit. Fuck him. It's not connected." Because, you know... You know he'd be a pretty good Bond villain? Who? Ewan McGregor. Yeah, dude. You know who actually... I'm actually... But you know who'd be an actually excellent Bond villain? Huh? Francis McDormand. Oh, my God. Hey, why not just get both of them in there? <gasps> One's the... Uh, she's the, the head and he's the, the henchman. Yeah. He's and we, around. He And he's finally hanging dong in a movie. What do you mean fine? Oh, you... <laughs> <laughs> he hangs on in like half movies. 
What's that? He hangs dong in like half of the movies. Does he really? He, he, he's dick in Train Spotting. I'm sure oh, he's yeah, dick in right. some other movie. That's right. Yeah, have him do it again. Yeah, have sure, him hang dong again. It's been a few years. Yeah. <laughs> in that Winnie the Pooh movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know James Bond's ever been to Australia? He's never been to Australia? I don't believe he has. Well, good riddance. No, I, right? I, he's got to go there. He's got to, you know kite surf or Australians, something. I, I just picture Australians holding their breath this whole time for the last 60 years goes, being like, like, you know, go into the top of the opera house and like slide down the shells or whatever. <laughs> He's also never been to Canada. I, yeah, I, I mean, you know, what's going on in Canada, right? Nothing. Toronto. People love Toronto. Still, I mean, like Vancouver. It's cheap to film there. Yeah. I don't know. I just can't imagine like Newfoundland, unless it's like a crossover with the Wolverine. Like I can't imagine what James Bond would be even doing up there. You know, I don't know, hunting someone down. Yeah, Mm, James Bond should go to. Has he been to South Africa? I don't think he's been to South Africa either. Probably not. I'm trying to think of where he hasn't been to lots of places in Africa. But then again, most movies haven't either. He hasn't been to lots of places in general. I don't think he's been Paraguay, Uruguay. mm, Trying to think, he's been to. Which in the Middle East where he's been? I mean, has he been to Yemen? I doubt it. Yeah, but what movies have ever been to Madagascar? Yemen? He hasn't been to uh, you know Kazakhstan. No, Uzbekistan. Yeah, has he been to Hungary or Bulgaria? He might have actually. Oh yeah, um, he should. There should be a movie where he ends up in Bulgaria. <laughs> That'd be great. It would be great. Well, you know, we'll see where he goes this time. Yeah. He should go to uh, Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Just relax. Or Vermont. Vermont. Vermont's beautiful. <laughs> I bet it is. Vermont doesn't have any billboards. You know that? Well, it's Bernie Sanders country if, I, if, if I'm... Uh, <laughs> we can't stop here. This is Sanders country. <laughs> <laughs> the handing out medicine up here. A team-up movie with James Bond and Bernie Sanders. I, I, I'd be into it. Hmm. Nah, you know, it's a little too topical. That's always the thing. When James Bond tries to be too topical, it always ends up poorly. Sure, yeah, definitely. Like there's like when uh when like there's that part in um for your eyes only where they have a fake Margaret Thatcher show up. I'm like ah, shut up, movie. Oh really? That was in there. It's that's one of my that's my favorite more movie. Except it has a really a weak opening and a weak ending. Oh, it has a weak opening because it does this thing where like fake Blofelds drop down a chimney stack and it's kind of stupid. And then they have fake Margaret Thatcher at the end of the movie, which is really <laughs> embarrassing. Wow. Well, hey, one of these days I'll rewatch it and I'll I'll rewatch all these and I can finally chime in on yeah. on some of this. Until then, I'll just keep going on and on as I do. Yeah. Hey, everyone, why don't you tell us what your favorite Bond movie is or where he Bond should go or who your fa- you, you want to see as the next Bond villain. And I will almost certainly talk about it either, you know, through the comments or on the show next episode or whenever. So yeah, and hey, if you want to reach us, if you want to like, hey Alex, you know who'd be a great Bond villain, Idris Elba, because why not? Uh, you can reach us at filmtasticvoyage.com, filmtasticvoyage at gmail.com, or the Filmtastic Voyage Facebook page, which is the best place for me to tell you or for you to tell me what you want to see in the next James Bond movie. Indeed. Hey, you know what? If James Bond was real, he'd listen to our uh, our our Umbrella Podcast Network. 
we're just a little little tiny cog in this big machine, everybody. Uh, we're a part of the Let Me Listen podcast network. All kinds of podcasts on this network. Hey. It's like four kinds of podcasts. Are almost. you bored at work and or unemployment and or school? Fuck learning. Turn on some podcasts at the Let Me Listen podcast network. Um, we're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. Leave some comments if you'd like on those platforms. Leave some reviews. Yeah. Tell your friends. Yeah, and if you have any movies you want us to talk about, if you're like, hey, you know what? I want to see what Alex and Mike think about this particular movie. Let us know. And we'll, oh, shit. We'll discuss it right on the air. Dude, I'm 100% for that. Yeah, leave us some uh, movie suggestions. We'll talk about them for sure. Yeah, totally. Unless we haven't seen them. Unless we haven't seen them. In which case, I'll try my best, but you know, come on. Yeah. Yeah, no, no throwing out like weird-ass... T- shit that one person has seen once ever i've seen some weird ass shit that one person has seen once ever but (laughs) you know that's not much only a handful yeah until next time everybody we've been your uh filmtastic voyagers uh and we're we're signing off we're signing out uh we'll we'll talk to you next time on the filmtastic voyage bye